time now for us to talk about something that is our problem. That's every single man and woman on earth. Because we're going to go and talk about Tiger's Rebound in today's Savvy Earth Savers. Hello, Savvy Earth Savers, and welcome back. I have good news today, and that is that Nepal has nearly tripled its wild tiger population since 2009. This is according to a CNN article. Wild tigers in Nepal have clawed their way back from the brink of extinction. There are now almost three times as many wild tigers in the country as there were in 2009, according to the Nepalese government. Prime Minister Sher Bahadur Durba announced the conservation success with a news release from the World Wildlife Fund. Now, Nepal's National Tiger and Prey Survey in 2022 found that there are now 355 wild tigers in the country, a 190% increase since 2009. The exhaustive survey covered 18,928 square kilometers, more than 12% of the country, and required 16,811 days of field staff time. Now, tigers in Nepal and everywhere else that they live in Asia, about 10 countries, were st on a steady decline for two reasons. The most immediate reason was poaching for the illegal animal trade, and the second was loss of habitat. In 2010, it was clear that we were going to lose tigers in Nepal unless they made a concerted effort to turn things around. But Nepal really does stand out as a leader in conservation, especially for tigers. There is support for conservation of tigers at the highest level of government, and that translates into really effective habitat conservation plans. Nepal has been a pioneer in reforesting areas to make sure those connections are restored and maintained. Now, the World Wildlife Fund has become involved in ecotourism projects in Nepal, and as the tiger population has recovered, protected national parks for tigers have become popular tourist attractions. With the revenue from those parks helping to support community needs, this has created an amazing sense of community investment in conservation projects. Another key ingredient in recovering tiger populations is finding ways for them to coexist safely with humans. It's a holistic approach, and monitoring tigers, knowing where they're living, can also help keep communities safer. Nepal has also found success with very practical tools like predator-proof fencing for livestock and lighting the perimeters of villages at night to ward off tigers. Now, conservationists refer to a concept known as social carry capacity to describe the capacity for a certain community to tolerate a certain number of animals, like tigers. And understanding that dynamic and that social caring capacity is a new area of focus for scientists. Unless people living with tigers want them there, you're not going to have them. But of course, the amazing thing here is that protecting tigers also helps protect other endangered species or threatened species. Because if you're going to protect one tiger, you've got to protect about 10,000 hectares of forest. Tigers live in some of the world's most carbon-rich forests, and this will help mitigate climate change as well if you're protecting these forests. But while tigers in Nepal are a success story, there are many countries where they're still in crisis. Tigers have gone extinct in Vietnam, Cambodia, and Laos since 2000, and they want to have a look at the elements that have led to the success in Nepal and India, and try to get these replicated in other places. The United States also plays a role in tiger conservation. The Big Cat Public Safety Act, a piece of legislation which would set limits on the private ownership of tigers in the U.S. and prevent big cats from entering the illegal animal trade. There are around 3,900 tigers in the wild, according to WWF, and the species is considered endangered. 
But who knows, with just a little bit of participation, a bit of innovation, a bit of understanding, we can bring species back from the brink. Oh, wouldn't that be amazing? Until next week, bye-bye.